1: Good evening, BB Nation. My name is Ryan and welcome to the channel. It's always my pleasure giving you these presentations. Now last week, I did a video bringing it back to the basics. We covered moving averages. Now this week, I'm gonna go over technical indicators. That being said, we're gonna touch on things like RSI, MACD, support resistance, even average true range. So. There was only one thing that I could really think of when it comes to this video and that is let's use these indicators to analyze NVIDIA. Let's be honest it's the most anticipated earnings of the month and it'll probably be the catalyst to see if this market can even go higher. That being said if you're interested in this content let's go ahead and get started. Now first on the list is going to be MACD, you can see I have it up on the chart with NVIDIA over the last six months. Now I'm not gonna get into the formula, you can Google it and I'm not gonna bore you with the equation itself. Now it does stand for moving average, convergence, divergence, that's right. So it just takes the differences between several exponential moving averages to smooth out the data. And then on top of that, we do have a histogram bar measuring momentum. That's the easiest way that I can explain MACD. Now MACD is used by a lot of investors out there. It's a very simple yet effective method. You can see here the MACD line represented by this blue line here and the signal line represented by the white line. Now all we're looking for when it comes to MACD is simply the MACD line crossing over the signal line. It's kind of like looking at moving averages. Now if we take an example back here in November, we see the MACD line cross the signal line back on November 3rd here, the price action was around 450 that close. And if we look at the crossover to the downside, which occurred on November 28th, that close was around 478. So you can see with the crossovers over the last six months, it happens pretty frequently. So this is an indicator typically used by swing traders. Was back on the 8th of January when price action was at $522 at close, which is currently sitting at $726. Now down below, we do have the histogram bars here, which simply looks at the momentum of price. So when momentum starts to wane, the histogram bars would start to shrink. Now, if that momentum is to the downside itself, the histogram bars go into the negative. Now the histogram bars are an oscillator and the point of oscillation is at zero. So anything with a positive rating just means you would be more bullish on the position. Anything with a negative rating means that you would be more bearish on that position. All right, next up on the list is support and resistance lines. Now support and resistance lines, after you utilize them for a little bit, you can actually learn to just draw them yourself. So for example here, I'm looking at price action of Nvidia and the method behind this, if I use a horizontal line, I'm simply connecting tops. You see here, we got one touch here, another touch, three touches, finally broke above that. We see that buying pressure there, nice strong bullish candlestick. Now in addition to that, I do see a line here. We have one touch here on the top, one touch here on the bottom. So you're literally just touching swing highs and swing lows when it comes to finding support resistance lines. Now the software does offer this for you here. So if I just check off support resistance, Now you can see the system did find a level of support here at 478, right where my line is at here at 473. Now support is a zone, it's not an exact number. So you can see here, you can see the zone, that shaded in area, so just keep that in mind that you wanna actually break the zone, not just the line itself. And that's typically where investors make mistakes when it comes to using support resistance lines. Now in the software, like I said, it does a lot of the work for you. If I simply right click on it and go to change settings, You will see some settings here. You can go into the amount of data used. Typically the standard is gonna be the last 300 bars or candlesticks. Now the next is the number of required touches. Typically the more touches, the stronger the level of support or resistance. So if we change this figure here, you can see it removed this one line because it only had two touches. However, it kept the bottom line here because it met that requirement as well you can see the size of reversals here so if you play around with this you will see that the lines change depending on what type of requirements you're looking for however you will notice that most of these lines here do coincide with the two lines that i was able to point out just by looking at the chart now support resistance zones are also known as supply and demand because that's typically where price action is finding high levels of demand or supply of that position so now we have a tr or average true range. So I'm just gonna read you this definition real quick. It is the average of true ranges over the specified period. Now ATR measures volatility, taking into account any gaps of the price movement. Typically the ATR calculation is based on 14 points, whether it be intraday, daily, weekly, or monthly. Points being just candlesticks. So in the VectorVest 7 software, at no surprise, the default setting is going to be a 14 day average true range. Now that being said, What ATR is most commonly used for, at least in my experience, is finding an appropriate stop price. Now, ATR measures volatility, so therefore if the stock is more volatile in nature, you're gonna have to utilize a stop price that's a little bit more wide. Otherwise, you'll just be stopped out pretty early in the position. Now, most commonly used, you would take ATR and you would multiply that by either 1.5 or up to three, depending on your risk tolerance. That is the easiest way I can explain ATR. So that being said, if I take ATR right now of Nvidia, it's currently at $24. We'll just round to 25 for easy math. Now, if I take that and multiply by 1.5, that's gonna bring me to $37.50. So I would just take that and subtract it from 726, and that would be my stop price. Now, this is a commonly used method, not one that I'm saying you have to use, but it's something to think about when utilizing positions in general and placing the proper stop price of that position. Now, the last indicator I want to go over is probably the most commonly used out of all of these technical indicators besides support and resistance, and that is going to be stochastics. Now, stochastics does a great job in telling us if something is overbought or oversold. And let me explain that a little bit. Now, RSI is on a scale 0 to 100. Now, if the RSI gets down to about 20, that's typically an oversold situation. And when traders potentially look at getting into position now when rsi gets at 80 or above that is over and that's typically when traders want to start considering taking profits off the table now as far as rsi itself the most two commonly used numbers is going to be rsi 2 period or an rsi 9. now the rsi 2 is really going to be utilized by like day traders or very active swing traders while RSI 9 typically gonna be used by more swing traders. You can see here, I do have a green line here. With Nvidia going up over the last 12 months, we don't get a lot of touches when it comes down to that 20 level here. However, on the red line or at this 80 level here, we do see several touches at this level. Now me personally, when RSI gets to these upper sold territories, I don't go out and just sell my position but I would typically tighten up stops or utilize something a little bit tighter such as a 20 day exponential moving average or tighten up a trailing stop on that position. Now, as we zoom into a six month time period, we can see the last time that the RSI was in this oversold territory was back on September 21st and the close that day was at $410. So if you are an individual who likes to do some bottom fishing on good companies, RSI is a great tool to utilize when it comes to those types of trading methods. Now a perfect example as I was talking about just a moment ago here, we do see the RSI up at this 80 level here. Now NVIDIA being a great company as now NVIDIA being a great company as it is, and one of the most sought after AI positions out there, I didn't see much of a pullback here. So that's why I say don't necessarily go out and just sell all your positions because RSI is up at those levels but maybe just tighten up your stops in general. Now, more recently going into earnings here, we are seeing price pressure putting RSI above these levels here of 80. So technically speaking right now, Nvidia is in overbought territory. Now let's put all these together so we can analyze Nvidia going into earnings. Now, that being said, the first level support officially comes in at 478. However, I do see some consolidation here. You'll see a zone between 665, and 605 itself so if earnings and forecasts do not get investors excited this is my level support right now for Nvidia. Now, if we look at RSI 9, we do see that it's currently in overbought territory. So this position could potentially be exhausted just from a technical standpoint. Now, as we look at MACD, we do see an uptrend in price action here. However, the histogram bars itself have been waning over the last several weeks here, showing this upside momentum is starting to lose steam. And at last, we do have a 14 day ATR average true range. So just realize that the volatility in Nvidia has has increased quite dramatically here. Back at the beginning of the year, ATR was at just 11. Now, and compared to today, that volatility has more than doubled to 24.37. Now, nobody knows exactly how NVIDIA Earnings will play out, but I do just want you to realize that volatility has increased in this position over the last several months now. So if you're a more conservative investor holding NVIDIA or thinking about getting into NVIDIA, I just want you to take this information into consideration. All right, VV Nation. Now, I hope you found this basic understanding of these technical indicators have been helpful furthering your profit objective when it comes to investing in the stock market. Now, the big question is, Nvidia earnings next week right now me personally I feel that they're gonna be on earnings at no surprise the stock's probably gonna gap up go up however I have a feeling forecast might not be as great as what investors might be anticipating the reason why is supply chain The company itself relies on Taiwan semiconductors and can only make so many computer chips. So the company can only grow so fast. And on top of that, just by looking at the chart, looking at the indicators, volatility has increased. RSI is telling us that we are in an overbought situation. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some profit taking shortly after earnings. Now, I hope you found this video informative. And that being said, make sure you hit that subscribe button so we can keep you updated going forward. Hey, VV Nation, Glenn Tompkins here. Did you miss out on the
0: Tampa two-day investment seminar? Well, right now, you can get access to the live recording from this event for only $195. That's right, folks, $195. You can get access to all the great presentations from instructors like Steve Chap, Jerry D'Ambrosio, Jim Penner, Ron Wheeler, and yours, too. Folks, you just need to go to www.vectorvest.com forward slash replay 24. You need to do that right now.